0: I'm Mm -hmm. still sleepy. (sighs) And we've got three of the longest books to
1: talk about. I can't remember them being all that long. So long. (laughs) The audiobooks are like 17 hours. Dang. And I listened to the first couple before I really just got up. I know. I know.
0: I was like Elizabeth Jasicki, We're going on a journey this time, and we're going at two point seven five, and you're coming along with me. <laughs> and I, I love the narrator. She's great. The first one is my favorite of the series, and so that one wasn't really a task. It. I'll get into this more later, but it's interesting to see like how I feel now. Like I've read the first one like five times. I read the second one. I think this is my fourth time. the The third one I've only only read it once, and we'll see if I ever read it again um I also may just read the sex scenes because those were very good
1: welcome to romance oh yeah. today welcome. we are talking about Evie Dunmore's a link of extraordinary <laughs> women bringing down the duke rogue of one's own and portrait of a and scotsman I am your host yeah. Caroline please make sure your seat belts are secured and, and I'm your ferryman Hannah seatbelts <laughs> in <the> upright position <laughs> Good lord. Um, It's been a day. It has. It's been a night. It has. It's been a time. It's been... You know what the stupidest thing is? Is that I'm, like, exhausted. And I didn't do really anything today. I didn't even really do anything this weekend with the exception of if y'all follow me on Instagram last... Friday so a, a week before this episode airs I believe mm-hmm. um, I documented my journey on Veterans Day with my dad who is a veteran and came prepared with a giant list of all the restaurants in our area that were giving away free things we went to 10 of them had yeah, the map it seems like a lot. out. It was a lot, but he was like, we'll go here. We'll get this to go. This one, you have to eat in restaurants. We'll do that for lunch. This one, we'll grab something for your mom. And I was like, all right, respect. Um, So that's like the only thing I did this weekend. I'm trying to think. I don't, I didn't do anything yesterday. So I feel like most of my mental energy has been expended just waiting on a straight man to text me, which is the most depressing thing in the entire world. And that can expend so much energy. Like, why is it exhausting?
0: That's why it's not even
1: texting. It's waiting I,
0: for a text. That's why I don't because I, I sure can play games, but I hate being played. So It's awful. It's it's terrible. I I hate it, and I'm already it has not a-
1: considering being the first one to text.
0: Yeah, no, we're not. But we're I not love doing that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I just hate it all. Um, and I will obsess <laughs> over over that. Yeah. And then it's like every message that isn't it, you're just like, well, that was rude. disappointed. Mm-hmm. You so get the everything. Oh, yeah. A text so then, message. Mm-hmm. So then even good things are like shadowed with the tinge of disappointment and like mm-hmm. nothing. But then you text and you're like, oh my God, everything's fine. You're like, oh my God, my life is mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. been better. And I'm on top of the world. And everyone who looks at me knows that I'm thriving. And then it happens again.
1: Yeah, it's rough out here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think maybe we should just well, – I mean, you're already not dating. I no. might just have to commit to not dating and reading my romance novels. Yeah. Because really, my... life was less stressful.
0: It, yeah. Yeah. I, I Currently, I mean, I live at home. I moved home. I work remotely. Um, so I'm all about saving money. But also my sister is uh, immunocompromised. I barely go out. Um, especially in social settings, I mean, like Barnes Noble is like it—the um, club. The <laughs> that's my club. Um, and so, like, I, I don't. There aren't many people in Minnesota who still wear masks, nor do I feel safe with. And so, I mean, we barely see family, whatnot. And and so, like, I, I would feel real bad if I brought COVID into this house because I wanted to get some dick. So, you know. <laughs> It's it's rough. I have I have Bumble and I have Hinge, but the, I'm I swiped right on one person on Bumble, and immediately we matched, and I was like Jesus Christ, and I shut my I shut my phone off, and I was like no, and it sure That's did the last. Worst when it's
1: an immediate match, because yeah. you know they get notified and they're waiting on you to text. Yeah. So if you don't text for hours, they know that you swiped right, saw that you matched, and then ignored it.
0: Yeah. I don't remember his name, but I am so sorry. He seemed like a good guy. He played chess. I was like, that could be hot, but I didn't want to deal with it. Like, I love the validation, but I hate anything else to do with it. Like, I, and the thing is like, I was 21 for six months before the pandemic. um, So I barely went to the bars. I barely was able to go to the bars legally. And so like all of that has been erased by COVID. Like I've been inside my house for three years basically. And so it's just but also my tolerance for people I don't like is drastically lower. All time low at the moment. Yep. Yeah. All time low. Big time rush. And so
1: I just <laughs> <laughs> And so like we're really leaning into our whimsical nature. Our whimsical nature.
0: Um and I And it's like obviously, like I read romance, like I want romance in my life, but I've I've seen nothing in real life that's convinced me that it's possible for me. So, um, (laughs) Christ,
1: this is the most depressing (laughs) episode intro. We're like, ah, (laughs) but see, romance, but but at what cost? in, In my experience, I'll either like
0: crush on someone for a very long time, and then we'll start something, and then immediately I'm like, no, abort mission. This was a mistake. I liked the idea of you because in my head, I sure can write romance. In real life, eh, you're too, like yeah. you're more emotional than I am and that doesn't slide. I'm a cancer. I need my time to shine and cry. Um, and then I, th- I think I attract weirdos. Um, oh, so there's always relatable. that. There's always that. I live in a rural – well, not really rural, but I live with rural Minnesota surrounding me. And so goat men – Or I also live, I mean, you you know, they're they're like, no, they're blondies and they have like the chin scruff and it looks like a a billy goat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I went to a university of 5,000 people and most of them were goat men or D3 athletes who thought they were hot shit, but they're not getting paid to play. They are basically paying to play and we had to remind them of that. So egos were varied there. So no one in college was and then in my hometown I live in a college town of like a bigger college and um then that's just like fraternity bros and stressful and there are, uh, I didn't realize on bumble or on was it hinge I couldn't figure out how to change the age range so I had had these apps when I was like 21 and so I was like how do I get away from these 21 22 year old I was like this is disgusting I, I I and I had no clue and then I figured out how to change it and It was like I am
1: old enough to be your mother. I was terrible. I was like,
0: no, 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 no. No, I can't do that. And so it's just been me seeing because, like, you'll get like updates. You're like, you have like all these likes, like, and I'm just like, but what? Like, there's this guy that like I could technically swipe right on, and I've like he's been on my Bumble app for a week, just like he's the first one, and I'm just like, but if I swipe right and he's has swiped right, then I'll have to text him, and I don't want to do that. (laughs) So he's
1: just there that is how bumble works i know Or dating apps generally yeah i know and it's frustrating oh that's so true i always joke that i want to skip straight to the um the like committed long-term relationship part Mm -hmm. because i don't really care for the like situ like i'm kind of in a situation ship at the moment like i'm not entirely sure what's going on um and that's my least favorite thing in the whole world i want to skip to the part where we've been together for like And we go grocery shopping together. I'm not worried about it. Bro, I love running it. Not even in – well, also with, like, romantic, but, like, specifically with friends as well. Yeah. Really just anyone that I would like to spend time with. I love running errands. It's the best. You're being productive. You're getting things done that otherwise would probably be kind of boring. You get to have, like, nonsensical conversations and just Mm -hmm. hang out. I'm a quality time bitch, as we've established.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. It's
1: situation. And,
0: like, I will either feel nothing or I will feel everything. And neither of those are great to experience, and so I'm just like I could just not, and I could make a weird eye contact with the drive-through guy at Potbelly and think about it for the next week, and that'll get like that can be what I live on for that, and then you know we'll go to Chipotle and then it will start all over. So like, right. at what cost, you know? At what cost? Because then there's the stress. Like if there is someone, then you you're in your situation, and then it's just stress.
1: Well, on that depressing note, yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't read. I meant to reread Evie Dunmore's books, and I have not reread. I mean, I've I read all of them twice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Within, I feel like I read them within this past. When did Portrait of a Scotsman come out? That I feel like was, it was this year, wasn't that it? Was like March. 20, no, that was twenty twenty one. Oh, really? I was, was in New
0: York. Yeah, that was um like fall of twenty twenty one. All right. Well, when did like, I do my reread? Remember, then? maybe was I have the I have the book here. Let me see.
1: It was in September of 2021. Okay, I, so I waited I for a little while to read it. Have in fact not reread them in over a year, mm-hmm. but the sex scenes do live in my head rent free for all of them, and some non-sex scenes. There's a line at the end of Bringing Down the Duke where he says, "Darling, I have only just begun mm-hmm. to love you," mm-hmm. and I I don't like tattoos. But I would consider tattooing that on my body somewhere. Ah, That is cute. See, it's book one's my it's favorite. Neat. Yeah. I think book one is the one that I have the Imprinted most on. emotional attachment to. Mm-hmm. I think books, the, the portrait of a Scotsman is like objectively my favorite. I mm. think it's the best one. See,
0: book one is Renez May, and I am Jacob i
1: was where's the jar (laughs) hannah where is the twilight (laughs) reference jar
0: i was predetermined to love book one um yeah and i so it's so funny because like i reread them or i reread the first two like i was saying and um the first one i still have that intense emotional connection to it because like i remember like Feeling like things and like it was like my first real introduction to like sex scenes and stuff. And so, I mean, obviously, when I first read it, that was like the hottest thing I'd ever read. And so, like now, it's not, but I think it still held up. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I do think it got a bit tedious at the end. Um, I, upon my like fifth reread, I was just like, I'm over this. I've experienced this many times in my life now. Um, I still, I'm like maybe like with my current tastes because i do like a little bit shorter of a story um it's like four four and a half stars i've kept it at five on goodreads because of nostalgia (laughs) and like my changing my rating isn't going to do anything for that book um but i did not have a good experience rereading book two (laughs) and i remember thinking that was the hottest book like drastically hotter than book one i was just blown away and I still do love Tristan and Lucy. Um, and I it just my tastes have changed so much. The setup is just not one I like anymore. Um most of the scenes were fade to black. Or Really? Yeah. Or pretty like vague. Um
1: I mean, I do remember them being fairly
0: vague, but yeah. I think the first book was pretty vague too. Yeah, but the first one at least I Maybe, like you said, there's more of an emotional connection. Um, but I, like, but these, like, second scenes, like, they
1: lived in my head for the longest time. I, I still think I- frequently about the scene where Tristan goes, they, like, read all the letters, Tristan disappears, and then he comes back in the middle of the night and tells her that he claimed a seat in the House of Lords, mm-hmm. and Lucy's response is basically, get inside me right now. <laughs> um, He says some things that had me, like, sweating, yeah. and then I actually do love, because I, every time somebody screams in a romance novel, I'm like, is that a thing?
0: Yeah, I her whole thing was wanted maybe. To, she wanted to have control, so she didn't want to. Right,
1: so, like, whenever she's that come was her this point, she's always yeah. silent, which I actually really liked mm-hmm. that whole little thing that she, like, gets yeah. very quiet, and Tristan doesn't push her on it, because he, I mm-hmm. think he has a line, and again, I haven't read these books in, like, over a year, You're but I do remember he line. has a line where he says, it, it, like, to himself something about, um like, if the, the loudest woman he knows is silent, that there's a reason for it. And he like chooses to just kind of like let her work through that on her own, and then of course this time she like screams, and I'm like, "All right, that's a little much. We could have just moaned, and it would have been fine." But (laughs) and then Tristan is like, "I should have guessed the politics would please you best," and like that took me out. Yeah, so like I I think Evie Dunmore's
0: sex scenes are more atmospheric. I think I've learned than explicit, and like uh, because it's just coming from like when I first read them, I thought they were like. like the hottest things and so like going back but also the book was drastically at least like very long. It maybe it looks like the same I'm looking at the paperbacks. It looks like the same length as book one. Um really but like they're not that long. They're pretty I mean maybe in the grand scheme of things they're not They're the same thickness they're, as
1: they're all like, the other Berkeley
0: books. They're almost I have. like 400 pages each. Um but the pacing I think of the second one like they didn't like it just was a lot of uh, like a world building and like explaining things like it, it was a lot in the beginning and I mean I've seen like a lot of reviews of people just like giving up at like 20% because like nothing was happening and like I didn't like I loved this book when I first read it but like I don't think I'd ever need to read it again <laughs> and it makes me sad but I've just I think I've read things now and like my style uh, like that I prefer and like my plots that I prefer are just like different but like I'm excited for her fourth book so like I'm not writing her off it's just it's kind of interesting to see how things change and like how you change Hmm. because I mean at that like I've read so many books between then and now like what 600 books maybe so like (laughs) so like there's just such a difference and so they'll, they'll always have like a special place in my heart I mean I was not a fan of book three um, I know you love it. And this and I'm is happy. where we differ. I, I wish that I loved it. I was so that ready. That is the
1: best book in that series.
0: Man. Whew. Hattie, Hattie called herself a sanctimonious toad and damn straight.
1: What? Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Here we're about to get tense because Hattie is the heroine I identify the most with. Mm. That bitch is me. See, when I first read it, I was completely taken
0: aback. Going back and rereading books one and two, I can definitely see – where I just, like, did not think anything of Hattie, I think, in the first two. So I was just, like, excited for, like, Blackstone, I think is his name. Um, and so, like, I didn't expect her character to go where it did. But, like, looking back, I can see. I don't think Hattie was sanctimonious. I mean, she definitely. She called of... herself
1: a sanctimonious toad. and I know, but it was, sh- like, sure very agree. clearly a young woman who was raised in, like, with And see, I get plant, that. Like, but I hated very reading wealthy. about it. And then she was like, oh,
0: shit. See, I get what the book did, but I hated reading it. Like, it was an unpleasant experience for me. Like, I understand what it was doing, and I understand why, but I disliked my experience.
1: (laughs) I just don't know what there was to dislike. Her! (laughs) But, like, even when she was at her most, like, privileged, it was still, like, clearly coming from a place of heart. Like, she was doing her best... I just think there are characters I don't vibe with, and she was one of them. <laughs> this is fair, and I'm not going to be able to change your mind on no. this. However, I am going to say that's the best book in the series. And I could see that.
0: Like, I can I can see – I mean, most people I've talked to don't like it, so whatever. It's fine.
1: Um, what? <laughs> yeah. At least my friends. like. You even put a like, straight-up Marxist like <laughs> philosophical debate into this book, and I was like, all right. I just simply she just I said, "Oh, care. you complained about like the like lack of intersectionality." What if we talked about workers' rights? I don't care to read about it to the extent that it was written about, and this I don't whole care about end
0: of this series. Uh, yeah, and I don't care. That's <laughs> and then her her whole
1: thing at the end. Ugh. You're just wrong. Also, Lucian. That's okay. You can get it any day. Well,
0: yes, he sure can.
1: <laughs> yes, he sure can. Um, I, I just love, I just love Hattie. I think she's so funny. I'm jealous of her. There's that. Or envious.
0: I'm envious. I also
1: respect, like, this is, I think, the most slow burn of the three. Because, obviously... yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, book one isn't, like, super quick. But you have some... Like, you have the first scene comes fairly early on in their acquaintance. Um, And then, like, they have sex before. Like, around, I think, the 50% mark. And then, obviously, book two is probably this... I'm probably the steamiest of the three because it's the whole. Premise I think it, it has it has in.
0: the most sex scenes. I think of the three. Well, but yeah, I do agree that the sex scenes in book three were the hottest.
1: Yes, it's um, just that because you have a plot line where it's a
0: mm-hmm.
1: compromise-induced marriage, if you will, mm-hmm. um, where she's like, "I, I'm. We're not going to consummate this marriage yeah. because and you yeah. fucked everything up." And, and see, so I just like, we're gonna I know it. And so then, because you have that, it has to be slow burn. Yeah. And so then you're just simmering and, slowly. And see, the, I understand why she didn't, but also,
0: I would have consummated that so fast.
1: But also, you would have consummated it if you found out that you were tricked into marriage for your money and he just was lying to you this entire time. Yeah. Where I'm are not. your principles, Hannah?
0: I don't have them, okay? I don't. I see the thing was like it just wasn't like I, I just I well, I've said before I don't like when they get married so early so then they're already married and the whole thing is like it's not my favorite setup
1: already. It's like a marriage of convenience by definition. I guess then I just don't like marriage of
0: convenience.
1: <laughs> oh, is this our first fight? I get like recorded? I've
0: I've I've read some that I like, but I just never the tension never works for me because I'm just like just have sex. You're both hot. Just do it. <laughs> it, it, it it's something that
1: that they emotionally are not in a place where and that I works. Can't
0: seem to care.
1: <laughs> and like I get why.
0: Like it's like this book. Like I understood what was all happening except for the end like i didn't understand that but like i understood everything i just didn't oh have an you're one of those
1: people that's like mm, the end of the book shut up yeah one of, a, one of many <laughs> and you're all wrong and you may quote me on that <laughs> that's the title of this episode you're all wrong you're all um, wrong
0: you're all wrong i can understand like i've said i can understand but i did not enjoy my time and i was also reading this and I was waiting for the sex thing because I wanted to go to bed. But like I was like, okay, like it has to come. And then it was just like so long. And I was like, please. It has to come. Title Tidally. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, please happen. And then it just took so long. And then and then I think I don't even know if I made it. I was like, I think I just went to bed. Um, but like I also had like a lot of expectations on this book because I was so excited for it. Um and so like I just and
1: I was I was so ready to love it. I don't know.
0: I mean I could listen to it again I just fear it would go worse
1: and I don't want to listen to you complain about my baby Hattie ever again I'm so, so maybe you just shouldn't revisit I this know. truly
0: excellent and like, book I think I would just have to reread the sex scenes because I still remember those Well, I remember one of them but like I think I've blacked everything else out
1: the uh the the, the, the role play um, one that one actually did unlock some things in yeah. my brain. That just one in was like, a, like yeah. a psychological way, not even like yeah. a hot way, but just the whole premise of her being like – like articulating that idea of like mm-hmm. why non or dubious consent fantasies work for mm-hmm. some women. Like just – I don't think I'd ever had it articulated that way to me before where I was like, oh. See, I remember, like, everything is coming, what's that cry, it's all coming together.
0: <laughs> See, I don't, I just remember, like, the gist of it, like, I remember, like, it was, like, well, a she role just play has scene. This,
1: well, it's not quite role play because he pisses her off, which yeah. makes me laugh, where he, like, she thinks he's gonna do it, and then he's, like, backs off, and is, like, no, I would, like, need to know you a bit better, yep. and, like, we'd have to, you know, have gotten to know each other more, all fair. All fair. And she's mad because she's horny. And she's like, how could you do this? And she had just told him that her fantasy is, like, is always um, like bandits or Vikings or pirates. Or like a pirate, yeah. Yeah, pirates or like somebody who's going to force her pleasure on her, essentially. Mm-hmm. And who could blame her for yeah. indulging when it's being forced on her. hmm is because the, she's got the, the yeah, because she's got yeah.
0: society and the pressures and like
1: right, and so yeah. because it's being forced on her in this fantasy that like absolves her of any guilt that's associated with it, and mm-hmm. so you can start tying that back to like the non-consent of early bodice rippers and things. Like, you can really dive into that. But Lucian is like, bet I can make that work, <laughs> and he did. It worked. He did well. lightly. They didn't get any like real role play. Yeah. But they
0: but the thing is like started, they touched on it. It's like in my mind, again, the hottest thing I've ever read. But like that's why I'm scared to reread it because like it's probably not gonna be. I mean, I I think that scene holds up. So I'm like I'm I'm, 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 like torn between because like I don't know what I want to do.
1: Um there's also a scene where he's just been like dying because he's so horny for his wife that he can't have Mm -hmm. sex with. Um and she has a like a wet dream about him and wakes up or he wakes her up because she's moaning his name in her sleep. And she's, like, super embarrassed about it. And then he's, like, I mean, I could, like, take the edge off for you, you know? And so she, like, basically lets him, I think, finger her. Like, he gets her off. um, And then she goes to bed, which is already hot. Yeah. And then she just, like, goes to sleep. But then there's a little little chunk afterwards at the end of that where he, like, waits in painful silence for her to fall asleep goes to the bathroom licks the taste of her off his hands and then jerks himself off and comes almost immediately and i was like that was that. all right lucian all right jesus and christ <laughs> <laughs> it's jason born um yeah <sighs> yeah that one also lives in my head rent-free so and see like and I
0: just think I just didn't like the journey because it's like obviously like so many other books cover the, this one. like she's the it's the photographs and then it was the workers rights and the mines and stuff. And like I've read books where I've loved those elements and things. And I think it just has to do with like if I'm enjoying the characters together, like the relationship, like it colors everything else for me. Um, So I think at that point I was just like so ready for them to just like get it on that I just couldn't care about anything else. And then I was just like that. Like, I I don't know. It's fine.
1: You're just wrong. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. That's, that's fine. <laughs> I think the second one is the weakest of the three. And then also you have all the various problematic elements yeah. that I definitely didn't clock the first time no. I read it. And then somebody explained it and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's yep. – Yep. I read that – like, I read the
0: first, like, in a bubble. I mean, I've talked about how I thought I was the only one who'd ever read Bringing Down the Duke. like – Part of <laughs> part of the reason, like, I started Bookstagram was because I wanted to find people who had read it. Um, and so, like, I read those books, like, multiple times between, was it 2020, 2019, 2020, something like that, and, like, early 2021. And so, like, most of those times I didn't have Bookstagram. I didn't really use Goodreads. I didn't really, like, read reviews. And so, like, mm-hmm. I had no knowledge. And right. then, like, rereading it, especially – the, my most recent reread of the second one, I was like, Holy
1: shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like. And then you're like, How did I miss that? Yeah. That very glaring, obvious. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Yeah. It was real
0: not good. And you're like, Where were the beta readers?
1: Where were they? Not Rip. not present. Like, there were just so nice. many. I really do like Tristan. Uh, Tristan and Lucen. <laughs> Lucy and Tristan.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I still. I liked them. There's just. The first one still really works for me. Um,
1: the first one is also the least like social justicey of, the and three. maybe maybe she's like barely involved in the suffrage movement. I mean, I'm there she's for the, the romance there because they're putting her through school,
0: like, and that I suppose I explain because like I'm there for the romance first and foremost, and like the relationship, um, and I think I'm also like I most prefer to be her. <laughs> like of all the three i think i'd like to be her annabelle i think her name is
1: yeah yeah i mean i did Um, identify with her whole like classics education because same mm. i was like girl me too let's go be archaeologists together but also i would sacrifice that in a heartbeat for a really rich hot duke. exactly who would switch political parties for me and then, and then just cause a giant scandal and then Bail leave, me out of jail. So we hang out on a boat together. And
0: bail everyone out of
1: jail because I've asked him to bail everyone out of jail. Yeah.
0: Or I asked him to bail one person, he bails everyone. And right. That all tracks. He pisses off the queen. Yeah.
1: yeah. I remember, so when I read that book, and this was my first historical romance, which we've talked about in the mm-hmm. art introductory episode. Um, but when I was reading it, I come from a family that's big into British stuff. History, culture, TV shows, all the things. So uh, I was reading this book, and I was giving my parents the rundown as if this were, like, the drama that was happening to people I was going to school with. Minus, obviously, the, you know, steamy bits. Um, but I was like, so he does this, and he's going, and then he creates this scandal so that that scandal overshadows the other scandals who can merit, blah, blah, blah. And my parents still don't really understand historical romance as yeah. a premise. Like, they – I think they think it's more like historical fiction or they're wondering why I'm not reading historical fiction because they're like, Mm -hmm. if you're not going to actually be historically accurate, why bother? And no matter how many times I try to explain that historical romance is closer to fantasy than historical fiction, they don't don't get it. And that's fine. I'm not going to make them read any. But I was explaining all of this. I explained the end of this book and how the duke – and the queen – one of the queen's closest political advisors switched political parties, created a bunch of scandals, and then married this vicar's daughter. And my parents were like – and she didn't revoke his title? And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And they're like, that sounds like something that if someone did that, she would. the yeah. monarch would revoke his title. And I was like, that's not a thing. And they were like, yes, it is. And she absolutely would. Like, he would not still be a duke. And I was like, once again, this is a romance, and that would be a real bummer of an ending if Mm -hmm. Queen Victoria revoked his title. So, no, she did not.
0: Because I've seen that happen in, like, Lorraine Heath's The Return of the Duke. Like, their father was hung for treason, and then she, like, took the title away from the family so that the firstborn wasn't able to be duke. Um, so like I've seen it in that case and like different title revokings, but I oh,
1: what a bummer way to end a
0: romance novel. Yeah, that would have sucked. It would have been interesting though, because like it... that feels I like mean, the
1: start of a book to me. Though, yes, yes, where you, you are completely right. Or like right. a second chance or something. You have to mm-hmm. start with the like.
0: There are revocation a few
1: in the title. There's
0: there, like the the a scoundrel of uh, The Scoundrel of My Heart by Lorraine Heath. Um the entire family loses their position like halfway through the first book because the father was um committed to treason. And then there's um The Duke Goes Down by Sophie Jordan. Um it was like a kerfuffle with his birth certificate. He wasn't born in wedlock, even though his parents were his parents, he loses his dukedom. And then there's a Megan Frampton one. Um, it's her the hazards of dukes i think that series Mm -hmm. um the first one again there's his mother she like revealed something in like a will or or, like a letter and he he was not in fact the duke so then his cousin gets it and so then he has to go work at at a tavern um and he ends up with a tavern um the owner and so like there are a few like that where they all start out with losing their positions um but, yeah, I've never seen one just be revoked because the queen was pissed
1: off. Yeah, I don't – I don't know. I mean, I guess if the scandal was big enough – I mean, she's the queen. Maybe she can do whatever she wants. But yeah. it, that doesn't work as a romance ending to me. Like, No. Unless the entire rest of this book, the person has been like – Like, if he hated his life and never wanted a title and doesn't want to mm-hmm. do – Then maybe the resolution works yeah. with – yeah, revoking you've, the title but even then that's just not how romance works you yeah. can't then like they don't lose their status and standing it's always moving up in the world not down yeah because i've seen uh, was it i say
0: megan frampton her name i believe she pronounces it megan frampton so rewind megan frampton i think there was a live with her and maybe it was like sarah mclean or Joanna troop or something and they're talking about how you know the fundamental part of like a romance is you have two characters who have one big fear and by the end of the book, they'll have grappled with that one big fear and that fear will happen. So like Sebastian, let's say like, he doesn't want any scandal at the end. He has to create scandal to in fact, win uh, Annabelle and whatnot. So like, that's kind of that journey for him. Um, And then like, I think that would have been a lot for poor old Sebastian to deal with
1: at the end of that book that poor Um. man already deals with so much over the course of that book his fucking brother i love peregrine Mm -hmm. when is peregrine getting his book that brings me to
0: the fourth book so the i don't think it's peregrine it's not it's not um so however the the audiobooks have pronounced her name katrina and catriona i can't remember which one is correct evie corrected it so they pronounced it one way in the first one evie corrected it In the second, it was pronounced a different way. Um, So, I think it's Catriona. Okay. So, Catriona. I do agree. Because I was like, oh, that's how you – I was like, well, that's an interesting way to spell Katrina. I was like, that's cool. And then – second book it was like Catriona I was like okay I see um so you you think that she's gonna end up with Perry or like she seems to hold like have like a Tondra or something for him like she seems to like him there's a few things that happen between them throughout the series um so I definitely thought they were gonna have a book but she definitely said that it's someone we haven't seen before I think in an interview don't quote me on that but I do think her hero is someone we haven't
1: yeah. I mean, I knew it wasn't Peregrine. However, mm-hmm. I would like Peregrine to have yes. a romance because I think he's so fun. I think about the scene where he finds Sebastian drunk after having – I love that. I love a drunk Fallen scene. off his horse, showed up at – like ruined Annabelle's life, by the way. Showed up at her lodging house, yeah. which got her then kicked out of said lodging house, proposed, and she was like, no, what's wrong with you? And then he just goes and gets – absolutely obliterated because he was like i fell on my he was like i fell on my head i could right you know i could he just fell off his horse and now he wants to marry her and she's like no and then peregrine shows up to find him just wasted just out of his mind drunk and he sits there and is like all right let's unpack this what's wrong and then after sebastian explains it he's like so you told this woman while you were proposing to her that you had just suffered a head injury. That's how you proposed? That's what you went with? That feels like maybe that was an error on your part. Like he just kinda is like yeah. quietly like, Why would you do you're an idiot. Like Ugh. And it's a funniest scene. Oh, poor Sebastian. As an I... older sibling though, with a younger yeah. sibling who's up to no good to phrase it I'm a- Perhaps not quite accurate way. Um, bro, I would be so sick of Peregrine's shit. I would send him to the army, yeah. too. I would be like, pull yourself together. Yeah. <sighs> Throwing your little fits off at Univer- Get out of my face. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah. Some of us have real things to worry about, Peregrine. I love Peregrine.
0: Yeah, because didn't their father, like, die face down in a puddle because he was, like, Yeah, drunk, he was so and drunk, and drunk he in a puddle. Yeah, so he, like, didn't drink, and then, Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote a lot of notes and I haven't looked at him at all. Look at me for the first one, just of like things I was like liking
1: and like remembering um I mean, happening. No, I mean, he, as we know, is my one of my two <laughs> favorite blonde dukes named Sebastian. He just Yeah checks a lot of boxes. He's he also does. so stupid. Yeah. He's so oh, baby surprised when she doesn't agree to be his mistress. Sebastian mm. <laughs> He like how did you think that
0: would work? Cause she, cause like she, he was like, they were get going at it in like the library or something, and then she was like, wait, stop. He's like, oh, you're right. We should get this contract and signed. And she, contract. And she's like, excuse me, like I just don't want it to what? be like here. <laughs> and and he's like, well, you're gonna be my mistress. Like I can't marry you. Like you're gonna be my mistress. And she's he's like, just well,
1: so dumb. I sure should. have not. That's and then he so was like. Ak-excuse uh, me? <laughs> and- Quote, unquote, Sebastian, whatever his last name, the Duke of Montgomery.
0: Uh-huh. Ak-excuse uh, me.
1: Um,
0: I mean, he has that, like, I feel like his, it's his mentality. He's just, co- like, He's confronted with the realities of life consistently throughout uh- that book. And then he thinks when they finally have sex that she's going, she's agreed and it was just her one night. Um, And it- that was... That was all she wanted. And then he was like, Oh my God. And Truly then. Really, rest
1: in peace, King. Maybe yeah. not my vibe. This book also has one of my favorite, like, micro tropes that only really. I mean, I think the equivalent in contemporaries is when, like, they're enemies and they only ever use last names, mm-hmm. or if they have, like, a specific nickname for each other. Sometimes you can get kind of an equivalent feeling. But in historicals, one of my favorite things that's just built in with the territory is names. Mm -hmm. I love a switch from a title or, like, last name, formal, whatever it is, to a first name. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's nice with heroines because you do have, like, either from Miss whatever or Lady whatever. And sometimes it's Lady her first name, but dropping the honorific is enough to make it, like, ooh. Yeah. You know, he's using her name now. But it's always more fun with men to me because mm-hmm. you have to intentionally choose to use his Christian name. Like,
0: you don't – And calling it your Christian name is just so dramatic. I love it. It is so like- dramatic.
1: <laughs> it is so dramatic and for what? Um And then also you have the added, like, even if a woman has a title, her family is going to be calling her by her first name. Mm-hmm. Versus a titled man usually goes by his title with mm-hmm. his friends and family. So, like – he goes by Montgomery mm-hmm. for everyone. Like, I think even his brother calls him Montgomery. Like, that's just standard. You would just call him by their title. And the only person who's ever going to be using their Christian names is like maybe if they have that kind of relationship with their family, like maybe their parents. Although, mm-hmm. I love a good, like, really icy, awful mother who only refers to her kids by their titles. Yeah. Like, or, and it's I really going to be sisters. a wife. I yeah, see sisters do it. If it's if it's a, like, it's, it's, a, close, if it's a close one, but it's mm-hmm. almost always just like a wife. And so it's yeah. always late and he has to say like no, call me the-, and the, like they are the only ones. And this book has such a good moment where it's like post the first time they had like full penetrative sex mm-hmm. and they're laying there and they've like bared their deepest darkest secrets to each other or one of them has. It might be in between that they do that. Mm-hmm. Um and she calls him Montgomery and he says Sebastian. And she internally is like, no, only a wife would call you that. So I don't think so. And he's like, nope, call me Sebastian. And she does. And he like purrs. <laughs> like he just like, or like softly, mo- whatever yeah. it is, it's that like noise of satisfaction. And she's like, mm? Sebastian. And he's like, mm? I Oh, I eat it up every time, yes. specifically with the heroes, because no one else is calling them by their name. Oh, it's uh. so good. It's so good. And it really only works in historicals. It doesn't hit the same in contemporaries. No. No, because normally, normally, like,
0: normally it's like last names. Like, it's
1: that's no, like the then, vibe in contemporary. Like, their family member, probably. Like, there are probably yeah, other you're people right. who call them by You're it. right. It's very rare that you have somebody who's like, no one calls me by my name. Because that would be weird. That's a great point. Or you can get, like, also Portrait of a Scotsman has a name thing where, like, Hattie is referred to as Hattie by everyone, including the narrator, except Mm, for Lucian. What does he call her? Harriet. He He calls her 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 full name? I do love a good full name. And that very much feels like uh, everybody else kind of infantilizes Hattie. Yeah. And so he's, like, literally the only person – And I think in his chapters, Mm -hmm. the narrator also refers to her as Harriet because that's how he thinks of her. Or – and I also am a sucker for
0: princess in A Rogue of One's Own. Uh, Tristan calls her princess.
1: And normally that, like,
0: is a predisposition. Like, if it's, like, an ice princess or, like, the hero thinks that she thinks herself, like, a lot higher. Like, in um, Along Came a Lady by Christy Caldwell, she's – he thinks she's an uppity, like – you know, woman of the ton, and he's a coal miner, and he calls her princess from the start. And I love that so, so much; so fucking good.
1: Princess is one that I feel like I don't read very often, but it got me with um. I don't know if you ever watched the show The One Hundred. -mm -mm. On the on the CW. All right. Well, it was also a book series, but like I only read the and um I didn't finish the show because it's the CW, so the writing went off the rails after a couple of seasons. Um, but initially that show was really good, and there was uh Bellamy and Clark, and I am still angry. I didn't even finish watching the show, but I know they didn't end up together, and nothing enrages me more. (sighs) Because it actually makes no sense for them to not end up together. And, like, if you watch the first few episodes, you're like, oh, we're setting up an Enemies to Lovers arc. Like, the premise of the show is that it's, like, years in the – the Earth has been toxic. We've been living in, like, space Mm. stations. But now we're running out of oxygen, so they've got to send people down to Earth to see if we can maybe live there again. And so they send – oh, and because oxygen is limited, any infraction against the law gets you floated, which means basically sent out into space. So you're just killed. But they'll only do that if you're over 18. So any minor that commits a crime is put in prison because obviously oh. they're not going to kill you for that. So to test if Earth is safe, they send the 100 uh, like delinquents that are in prison oh. to the ground. So basically they just send a bunch of kids. And one of the kids is like the daughter of uh. a very powerful political person. So she's like mm-hmm. the main character. Clark, I love her. My first boyfriend told me that he, she reminded him of me. And I still don't know how to read that, but okay. Um, and then also one of the kids was in there because you're only allowed to have one child. And so Bellamy is this other character whose mom had a second child. I think she was, like, a prostitute or something. She had a second child, raised her in the floorboards, like, kept her a secret, but she was discovered. So he sneaks onto this ship to go down to Earth to be with his sister. And these two are both, like, leaders, but they have very opposite, where Bellamy is like, fuck those guys, Uh we do whatever we want, like, whatever the hell we want, we're gonna have a great time, and everybody loves that, versus Clark is like, guys, we need to, like, get shit done and figure out if they can, like, come to the, and we've, like, lost contact with them, it's a whole thing. So, like, very opposites, they hate each other, he calls her princess in that, like, derogatory way, and you're like, oh, obviously they're gonna fall in love. Yeah obviously and then of course over the course of the show and up until the point where i stopped watching but like they become allies and like end up being co-leaders that like really heavily rely on each other and so the princess becomes more affectionate and i still don't know how anyone wrote that storyline without them being that's insane because you're gonna you're gonna give me a derogatory to affectionate princess enemies to lovers leadership that's like co-leadership arc and not have them fall in jail (laughs) jail they should they should be floated (laughs) They should be. So this, basically, if any of you guys watched any of the 100, again, I don't necessarily condone it because some weird shit was happening by the end of that show. Um, But I am a Bullark shipper, and I will be till the day I die. And it's that. That was the first time that I interacted with that, Mm -hmm. like, derogatory to affectionate princess pipeline. And I was like, yeah, that unlocked something in my brain. so good. That specifically is so good. I just,
0: I just really love it. Like, because uh, there's always – like, I'm always um, here for, like, My Fair Lady retelling, too, mm-hmm. or, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. she's all that. Like, one gets a makeover, and, like, one thinks maybe that they're, like, better than the other, or, like, the other one thinks that they think that. And so I just – I sure do love it. Along Came Lady is both Princess and My Fair Lady, so pitching it here. um, He's he's a coal miner named Rafe. Sure. He's a, ba- he's a Duke's bastard, and the Duke is trying to recognize him, and she has to go – and bring him back from the coal mines and he has his siblings there so he's like i'm not leaving and she's like well yes you are this is my time to shine and it's so good it's so good And the narrator um he's a guy i whoever he is he narrated the shit out of that book he's a guy well because like normally like it's like women narrate um historical romance and normally they're not like dual um which thank god i mean victory for me um because like I don't tend to like male narrators mm-hmm. a lot but this guy was so freaking good like he did rave so well that guy is just so hot and apparently that's an instance where I love coal I love coal mining <laughs> see right. like it uh, i don't know it's um full
1: circle um, but and- the the Tristan and Lucy Princess reference also is fun because it's a specific, It's not just like Princess because yeah. she's better than him. It's like number one, I've been obsessed with you since we were yeah. children, and you looked like a little princess. And two, mm-hmm. it was the reference to the shield maidens. So it yep. wasn't even like Princess in the typical sense. No. It was like you're a warrior. Hello. Oh,
0: Oof, it was Tristan. Good. I it's so like I loved the relationship like that. I, I do still love the relationship in that book. Um, on a pettier note what were they thinking when they redid the font for the british versions of these books that spindly font i I have never seen have you seen it yeah i don't mind it i hate it so much i (laughs) i don't this pertains to nothing i think that's the ugliest thing i've ever seen
1: (laughs) that feels like a little much
0: especially given whatever the font is on that lorraine heath that oh okay that's also valid what i think is because i like I loved these covers so much that I think seeing them mar it with that weird ass thin thing. Um, But yeah, San Sarah font needs to like leave
1: that weird comic sans cousin (laughs) font. Y'all have strong opinions about font. Estelle and Dana also have uh, uh, forever. If those of y'all have not listened to the previous episodes, Dana, if you're listening, I'm just going to let you pick fonts from me from Nat Like, I, I don't care about fonts, but I swear to God, every time I do a graphic, I'm like, how does this look? And the only note I will get... Well, Estelle likes to rearrange my graphics sometimes. Whatever. Th- that That's their prerogative. I'm just here to provide a draft. But, like, what really gets me is that every single time without fail, they'll be like, I think we could change this font. And I'm like, okay, just tell me which fonts you want me to use. Just and use- I will use those because I don't, like... Mm. I don't know if that's, like, a weird color blindness thing. Is font blindness a thing? Where like Maybe. I'm, like, I, I'm
0: very big into design. Like, I have always loved, like, the way things look. And so I think for me, I just, like, notice. I
1: that. mean, I'll notice if it's, like, glaring, like, they're Lorraine was yeah. Like, that's kind oh. of weird font. But, yeah. like, the font is never something that's going to, like, completely mm. ruin my life. Mm. I'll just be like, oh, that was kind of a weird font choice. I just, I think, I mean, not even going with um the evie
0: denmore books because they are both illustrated covers like cartoon covers and this is not a historical looking font at all um i do think like the classic like historical romance font is just so recognizable and i like i just love how those old fonts look and like those are all like hand lettered yeah and then the lorraine heath um her name, like, she had, like, on most of her books, like, it looks a certain way, so then they, like, changed it for this most recent series. Like, I just, I love fonts on historical romances, so, like, I am very big into them.
1: <laughs> That's fair. I want all the hand-lettered... Ooh, mm-hmm. I am so sleepy. I want all the hand-lettered fonts. I want the drama. I want mm-hmm. step-backs to come back. I want specifically the step-backs that are, like, montages. Ooh. They're so dramatic. I love a good, I love a good, like, two-page spread. hmm
0: Like those are just mm-hmm. so pretty i just i do i'm sad to say i just don't think they're, they'll ever come back and it's fine i mean maybe maybe they'll make a resurgence when the new Tessa dare book comes out maybe they already had it like because they, they have the, the new they,
1: Tessa dare book and illustrated
0: yeah so they, they have the um they have the cover done and so like all in that series like all of the books have backs, and so like i'm waiting to see because the cover looks like the other books like it's in the same theme it's pretty and so i'm wondering if when that book comes out whenever it may be um if they're going to include a step back because you know that they have the they probably took a step back photo um when they were at that photo shoot and like i it could be a possibility so maybe like she'll be the resurgence but like i that that would be my only thing i could see happening to get them back just because like but i just don't i can't really see them wasting money on it anymore and i don't think it's a waste I think it gets me to buy the books, 10 out of 10, but I just, I'm scared.
1: This was a depressing
0: note to end this episode on. We started off sad, we ended sad,
1: Yeah, and we, were, we were a little oh,
0: sad, tense in the in the middle. So this was just a a, a wild- this was a
1: depressing episode. Yeah. Happy Friday. Happy freaking yeah. Friday when this launches. I feel like I need to go reread Bringing Down the Duke to bring me joy. Actually, maybe fuck you. I'll go read Portrait of a Scotsman. <laughs> That'll bring me immense joy. I
0: love that for you. I <laughs> I wish the best Thank on you. you for that. Thank you. And I I still think the covers slay. The covers they do slay. Stay beautiful. And I really want a pink one for, but a green would be fun or orange. I just well, the next all one's the green. Is it? Does yeah. it have a cover? No, but know. it's. <gasps> Wait, you're right. Oh, my God. We've gotten the little, like, title. You're right. You're right. Oh, well, that's going to be fun. Okay. I'm still waiting for Jen DeLuca to have a pink book. I don't think I'll read it, but <laughs> sure want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> They've done, like, weird colors together, and I just am waiting for pink. But that's
1: fine. I don't know.
0: Yeah. On that note, um, social media. Oh. We can be found at Fringe Book Reviews. At salty, salty Caroline i get dead
1: so sleepy. <laughs> I have been yawning this whole episode. Yes, Salty Caroline reads Romance your TBR. You know where to find us. Yeah. You know what's going on. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Alfida saying goodbye.